What's the big brew? <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Welcome to the beautiful campus of LCMSU, everyone. Who are you? I am the Chancellor. Yeah, baby. Pastor yeah. Marcus Zill. Oh, yeah, Hi. With us in the student union, Kayla Holm. How are you doing today, Kayla? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I am doing, as I like to say, fantabulous. I know it's not a word, awesome. but I can't I can't say it enough. You yes. are, where are you exactly? I am in Maple Grove, Minnesota. So I'm in one of the northwest suburbs of Minneapolis. Okay. And you are, we're having you on the program last week. We had... Uh, Pastor David Warner, one of our LCMS, LCMS missionaries in Sevilla, Spain. And uh, this is kind of a part two. We talked a little bit about the background and history of some of the Spanish, uh, how, how things went uh, with the Inquisition following uh, the beginning mm-hmm. of the Reformation and the yep. new opportunities that we have there today. And you, as a recent college, you're going to have a chance to go over and serve as a geomissionary. Yeah, yep. First of all, let's back up a little bit. So where did you go to school? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did you go to college? Mm-hmm. What did mm-hmm. you study? I don't want to sound dorky like what's mm-hmm. your major or whatever, but what did you study? Mm-hmm. How did you end up to, how did you end yeah. up in Spain in the first place? Yeah. So um, I started learning Spanish in ninth grade, uh, really obsessed with Spanish and just like learning about different cultures and stuff. Um, I went to the University of Minnesota, and I studied retail merchandising, which is, well, you guys might know it, but over in Spain, they have, like, no idea what it is, but it's basically design <laughs> and um, business. Yeah, they have no, they're like, what kind of weird non-existent major is that? <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's design and business, um, and then I do have a Spanish minor as well. So, I it was always kind of, like, assumed that I would study abroad. And so when I started, you know, actually planning for it, I wanted to study abroad in a Spanish-speaking country. And uh, But since my major was so, like, frou-frou, um, not a lot of other countries really have, even a lot of, like, design programs are hard to find. So it was kind of hard for me to find a program that um, that would help me fulfill the credits that I need. So I ended up in Seville, studying abroad in Seville. Um, and took some, basically did Spanish classes and some like international, like very generic international business classes. And so that's kind of, that was the first time I ended up in Seville. Then I graduated from the U in, or the University of Minnesota. Forget that I have to specify when I'm talking to people who aren't from Minnesota. But um, I graduated from the University of Minnesota in 2015. And I ended up going back to Seville that fall to teach English there. And so I spent nine months 
in Seville again teaching English. And uh, so that's you've, already I had, found you've already had two stints. You've had two stints over there then already. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, my second time over there, I really wanted to be purposeful about finding um, a Christian community, and that's when I found our church plant. Now, I understand that over in Spain from Pastor Warner that uh, that they would love having people coming over there to teach English. Is that something that everybody in Spain wants to, to learn, wants to make sure they can bone up on their English so that they can improve their own education? Yeah, I think um, that's something that's kind of different about Spain, and I'm pretty sure all of Europe, um, just that they really value learning another language, and they understand how difficult it is, and not just difficult, but just how much time and energy you have to put into it in order to speak it well. So, like, having private lessons for your kids um, is very normal over there, especially since they also have really easy access to a lot of foreign students. Like, there are a lot of British students over there studying abroad. Um, So it's really easy as an American to find um, private tutoring gigs. Okay. Well, that's... uh... Now, so when you you found the church, how did you find the church? Did you find it Mm -hmm. online? Were you looking... How did that that happen? Yeah. So I... um... I, so I, I actually studied abroad and taught English with the same company. And um, when I was studying abroad, I like kind of looked into churches. I asked the company that I was working for or that I was studying abroad with when I was studying. I asked them kind of, you know, they had offered to, they knew, they had some connections, you know. They obviously um, know what's going on in Seville. And so I kind of asked them about um, other churches besides like Catholic ones, obviously. And... Um, uh, but they, there weren't any, there were some kind of like Baptist churches that met in the city, but there weren't any Lutheran churches that met in the city when I was studying abroad. Um, so unfortunately, my biggest regret about studying abroad is that um, it was a really spiritually dry time for me, and I really didn't grow in my faith at all. So coming back to teach English, uh, I really wanted to be purposeful about that. Um, so I went back and talked to the company, and they gave me this random email um, and they're like, okay, well, here you can just, this, this, this is an email for the Lutherans. And so I emailed that email, had like no idea who I was even emailing. So I wrote it in Spanish and they got back to me and told me to meet at this hotel on this random Sunday at noon. And I went and, wow. um, yeah, they, they were LCMS. Yeah, it was super random, super sketchy. And then they were only meeting once a month. So I was so confused. I was like, what is going on here? Like, yeah. this is like a once a month thing. Like, what is just very, um, I don't know, very, you know, they, they were doing what they could. So sure. as an outsider, it was, it was uh, kind of not what I was used to. It took some figuring out. Well, I imagine no matter what, it wasn't going to be what you're used to. And, you know, that's one thing that yeah. uh, that a lot of, you know, what advice would you maybe give to, uh, I mean, obviously now that you know that, that it's there and you know that you're going back this time and you'll have a church home uh, and, and Lutheran brothers mm-hmm. and sisters that are there and, and you aren't going to be alone because we have a couple of missionaries in Spain mm-hmm. and, and whatnot uh, that you kind of have a team that's been developed. I mean, what would you say to those that mm-hmm. are college students that are like you maybe, you know, a few years back when you were heading over there and and maybe didn't know completely as much as you do now, what would you say to them about the, some tips for uh, studying abroad and maybe even going to Spain? Um, I would say, like, um, 
as like in relationship to uh, your face, like definitely don't let it be a period of, you know, don't let it be a dry period like it was for me. Um, you make sure that you're doing, make sure, I mean, first of all, try, you know, to look for um, a Christian community, um, even if it might not be Lutheran, um, but try to look for a community of people who are really dedicated to um, reading the Bible and uh, growing in their faith. Um, and then, uh, if you can't, you know, obviously have, um, rigorous, you know, devotion, uh, plan set up for yourself, uh, just be in the word, you know, every day. And, um, also like if you, if you can't, but even if you can, like I was, um, really inspired by one of my other college roommates who studied abroad and she like started a Bible study and, and all this stuff. And it was just amazing to see, um, how God used her during that study abroad time. So, you know, keep your, keep your eyes open for mission opportunities while you're abroad, um, with the other Americans or, you know, whoever you're studying abroad with, um, cause God can really, uh, use that time. You know, you're, you get to be really close with these people cause you're the only Americans and you're hanging out together all the time. Um, so definitely be open to using your study abroad um, experience as a mission opportunity. Yeah, you know, of course, it goes without saying that, uh, I mean, to me, job number one would be maybe even thinking about before you go over there. I mean, we do have, I mean, I have a son that's a sophomore in college and he's fluent in Spanish. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you're thinking about studying abroad, I mean, there are places you can go even at our LCMS website and find out where we where we have places to go where you can maybe you oh know, yeah maybe maybe don't wait to find out hey i decided to go here and then the last you know same thing within the states people often think about where they're going to go to school and then it's an afterthought in terms of oh what am i going to do for my faith mm-hmm. life and finding a church yeah and so it seems to me yeah. if you're listening out there college students go to spain <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or go to We'd our Citadel, to go you. to our Citadel's website and uh, find some other places. I one of the reasons why I wanted to have Pastor Warner and you on the program is to make sure that our young people know, hey, if you're mm-hmm. going to go overseas, let's find a uh, study abroad. Oh, let's yeah. find some places. Uh, I mean, the last thing we want is for people to to lose their faith uh, while they're over yeah. there, and it is a very very different environment. And uh, anyway, yep. so. Now you're going to go back a third time. How did you end up? You're going to be a geo. You are or going to be a geo missionary. Tell everybody. Not everybody knows maybe what that is. What is that? And how did you end up becoming one? So um, I actually, uh, my senior year of college, started looking into like full time ministry opportunities um, abroad, and that's when I found the geo program. And um, it's this awesome program that the synod offers. And, um, it's basically like a quote unquote short term, um, gig. So I've made a two year commitment, um, to serve in Spain. My two years started in June. I'm pretty sure when my official start date was So fundraising is included in that, but, um, yeah, it's just a really great, uh, kind of opportunity for um, lay people, you know, if you're not uh, going into, if you're not studying to be a pastor or something, like, you can still serve as a missionary abroad. Um, so I just, you know, think it's a really, really great opportunity. You want to make sure everyone knows about it. Um, well, you also so I looked have, into it my also, senior year. I was just going to say, you also have the opportunity, if anybody's interested in this, you know, lots of people do the gap year thing or 
you know, they graduate mm-hmm. from college yeah. and they're like, you know, I've been worth studying my whole life. You know, I got all the yeah. time in the world to work. Why don't I do so? Why don't I do something, you know, interesting and different than and serve God? Yeah. Maybe I could. Maybe this is the perfect thing for somebody mm-hmm. that's that's in that kind of situation. Yeah, and I definitely think it even also prepares you for if you do plan on coming home and going into the workforce. Like it'll prepare you um, better just to be a missionary in everyday life. So you're going to serve for two years, um, and you're in the middle of, of mm-hmm. you have to do a, a bit of fundraising here. Uh, do you have any idea when you might yeah. actually make make the move over there? We're hoping like January, February, sometime beginning of uh, 2018. Well, wonderful. And uh, so in the meet now do you have an idea of what kind of things, you know, what will you do or what maybe it's not fully developed, but what kind of things are you are they going to be mm-hmm. have you working on and doing on your geo missionary experience once you do get across the pond? Yeah, so um, we have um, kind of a loose description. Uh, well, the Synod calls it like a communication specialist, I think is what we Ooh, all decided on. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, communication specialist. That's what a lot of the geos are, actually, is okay. a communication well, specialist. That's great. So, um, yeah, but I will be helping with, um, my. I think my job, will um, mainly involve two things, marketing and outreach. So like with marketing, um, just really listening to the community, listening to what their needs are, what their interests are, what they think they're looking for, um, and then designing a message that resonates with them and hopefully kind of makes it click in their heads. Like maybe this church has, maybe what this church is offering is what I've been looking for. Um, and then finding a way to get that message to them, you know, when, where, how, how often, um, all that good, all that good marketing mix stuff. And then um, with outreach, um, you know, creating activities of value to draw the community in and uh, nourish our current members. Um, so, you know, like we uh, have talked about, um, you know, with English, like English is definitely something that people are interested in. So being native speakers, um, you know, we definitely have uh, something of value to offer the community in that. Uh, so maybe doing like English Bible studies, um, doing stuff with, with music, um, you know, anything. I'm willing to be creative. So speaking of language, how is... How is the Spanish different? Uh, you know, obviously you learn Spanish here in the States. Um, is it different mm-hmm. over there? Uh, are there are there subtle nuances and dialects and things that you have to kind of kind of get familiar with? Yeah, I mean, it, it's basically like, um, I mean, first of all, it's like my second language. So there's like all the struggles that come oh, with sure. that. Um, but then also it's kind of, it's kind of like... Um, English here compared to like English in the UK. So it's like there are some like weird phrases that they use that um, we might need explained, or it's like they use, they call certain things different things than we do. And you just kind of have to learn that and get used to it. Um, some things you can kind of like figure out on your own, um, like they're not that big of a deal. But um, I actually, I was really nervous going over there when I studied abroad because I had only been to. Um, Honduras and Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I was actually, I actually thought it was really easy, um, to understand their Spanish and stuff just because like the inflection is kind of more like English in a way. Um, so 
yeah, it, it's it's a little different, but you get used to it. Do they speak uh, slower or faster Spanish over there? Because I, I get down to Mexico now and then. I live three hours from the border, and I mm-hmm. I know a little bit of Spanish, but I can hardly keep up. Is it fast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm hoping it's a little sl- it's a it's a little different cadence. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's it's hard to say. Um, I like in Andalusia. They say that they speak really fast and stuff. They like there's so many jokes about like Andalusia. You know, their, their accent is like the worst, and they're impossible to understand. So, like, I do think that um, in the north more and, like, in Madrid, in the capital, people do speak, like, more slowly, more clearly. But um, Andalusia, they speak pretty fast. But, again, it's like they just have a different inflection that's kind of, in my opinion, a little bit more similar to English than, like, Mexican Spanish. Um, So I think it's still a little bit easier to understand, but you know, I don't have a whole lot of experience with um, other Spanish dialects. So, what kind of things are you uh, looking forward when you go back to Spain? Um, you know, culturally or entertainment-wise, um, what kind of things uh, do you enjoy doing for fun when you're over there? Yeah, um, I really love how Spaniards—they um, really value like enjoying life um i think americans are super focused on working um and it's like for us even it's kind of weird to like get together with people during the week like you got to save that for the weekend like spaniards are uh sometimes they take it too far but it's like it's like you're at work and then when you're not at work like you're not thinking about work at all like you're free to do whatever you want uh they meet up with their friends and family all the time um, to get like drinks or appetizers. And so that's, I really, that's one part of Spanish culture that um, so I really appreciate. So they're, is, they're fun um, loving. The value. Fun loving and. Uh, yeah. And uh, not so stressed. Yeah. Yep. And uh, are you worried, about, as we're recording this, excuse me, you know, there's all this stuff going on over there with the whole Catalonian independence mm-hmm. or not. That's in a completely different part of the country. From where you're going to yeah. be, correct? I mean, most people that are listening probably don't know, yeah. don't have a Spanish map in their head, but they hear these things. Is this anything uh, no. that you're at all concerned with? No. So, like, Andalusia is way, way south. It's right above Morocco. Um, Catalonia is right underneath France, um, way up in the northeast corner. Um, so, kind of opposite ends of the country. But, um, yeah, I mean, I it's something that I've been praying about a lot just because, um, I can see things getting really violent and, sure. um, I, and, and just really heated and stuff. Um, and I know that a lot of Spaniards are worried about that as well. Um, just with their history, you know, like the civil war, um, and just how, how bloody it got, you know, from both sides, like people just, um, unwilling to, to compromise and, and stuff. So, um, I'm really praying that, you know, they'll, find a compromise, um, that they'll come to it, you know, peacefully, that they'll stay together and, um, that they'll just, yeah, remember, um, the, the, the unity that they have, um, in being Spanish and stuff and that they'll continue to value that. Well, you're certainly going to be entering into an interesting cultural and uh, political mix. Um, I, I don't think this is going to mm-hmm. end anytime soon. Um, hopefully, hopefully it won't drown forever, but, 
You know, the bottom line is, um, you know, I, I want you to know that uh, we with LCMSU, we are happy to be of help to you in any way. I've, I've tried to tell you and Pastor Warner and others mm-hmm. that if there's anything that we can do to help um, help you uh, in any of your outreach efforts as it pertains to perhaps some of the college students that are going on there. Did you remember me, kids? Go yeah. to Spain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I keep hearing that in the back of my ear headset here. No, but obviously uh, w- one of the most wonderful thing, you know, when you're talking about outrage, there are just students everywhere over there. I just, I just came back from Toronto. Yeah, and I, I couldn't believe how many international students there were from there. But I'm sure that uh, uh, that the university life in Spain is is rich and varied, and and students come from all over mm-hmm. the world. And you know, uh, you have a very, very Catholic kind of a. It's kind of a kind of a state church catholicism is it not where it's kind of like well we're mm-hmm. all catholic yeah. whether we think we are or not is that kind of the the mindset over there yeah yeah it's been historically mandated by the state so being hispan or being spanish and being catholic is very much synonymous in, in most people's minds but i would think that you'd have a lot of opportunities for outreach um among some of the students or younger yeah. adults um, who who, who, mm-hmm. who who kind of don't don't buy into that whole idea and want want their freedom and don't understand. Yeah. Um, you know, I always tell people that uh, you know our our college campuses are getting extremely. I mean, we are on the cutting edge of the post on campus. We are on the cutting edge of of post Christianity in terms of our culture, and mm-hmm. uh, even if everybody identifies as being Roman Catholic or whatnot, it it still doesn't mean that there's not tremendous opportunities over there. So at any rate. Uh, please yeah. know it sounds like you've got an, a, a lot of different wonderful exciting things ahead of you how how can uh, how can people yeah. learn more about our Spanish missions and how can uh, they be of help to you if you're in the middle of trying to secure funds and how can they get on newsletters or what can you tell us uh, so that we can stay in touch yeah. with you um, so I am on Facebook and Instagram um, I have to say I'm a little bit more active on Instagram just so it's easier and stuff. But my handles for both of those are Kayla Home Missionary, and my last name is H-O-E-M. So just uh, make sure you spell it right. And, um, yeah, if you follow me on, on Facebook and or Instagram, um, I have links on there to a couple exciting things going on right now. Um, first of all, uh, the link to subscribe to my newsletter should be on there somewhere. Um, and then right now, uh, if you follow me on Instagram right now, the link in my bio actually will take you um, to a page where you can right now buy jewelry to support uh, the mission in Spain. Oh, wow. I've partnered with Noonday. Yeah, I've partnered with Noonday, which is an awesome company um, who provides dignified jobs, safe working conditions, and fair pay to artisans all around the world. Um, my college roommate is an ambassador for them, and she has um, she has agreed to donate a certain percentage of uh, proceeds from Trunk Show's book through me towards the mission in Spain. So right now, um, there's a link that's open. Uh, it'll be open till Thursday night, and um, yeah, again, a percentage of all proceeds from from those purchases will go towards supporting the Reformation in Spain. So, so if you want to, um, if you want to do that, you've only night. got you've only got twenty four hours of, as of the time this is airing. Yes, to, uh, yes. To get on, is there one single link like lcms.org um, home? 
Do you have Yeah, something? so like the link to my online prayer card is, yeah, www.lcms.org slash home, H-O-E-M. And I'm assuming you can find all this stuff more kind of through there? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they have links to okay. my Anyways, um, that's a good place to start. Accounts and my email. And we will... Uh, yep. We will make sure in the archives of this program, if you'd like to uh, get in touch with Kayla, we'll have all the links that uh, some of them she's provided here, and we'll make sure we'll uh, put that together so you can see it. Well, Kayla, it's great to connect with you. Uh, please know that uh, we uh, in LCMSU Nation are praying for you. Um, maybe even some of our Thank students you. will come visit you if they listen to me and go to Spain. Wow, I heard it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it sounds like you're uniquely suited to, uh, with the experience that you have, your love for the language and the people, and I'm sure they're looking to having you come over there, and I'm sure you're looking forward to actually getting to that point, too, and we pray that heading into the new year that uh, that is what uh, is in God's plans, and it happens soon. So Thank th you so much. Thanks for being with us. Take care. Well, that's all we have time for here in the Student Union. Remember, college is tough. You need Jesus. We'll help. LCMSU. Christ for you anytime, anywhere since 1924. Text the letters KFUO to 41444 to join the legacy with your tax-deductible gift. You've been listening to The Student Union, produced by the Lutheran Church, Missouri Senate Office of National Mission, in cooperation with Worldwide KFUO, the official broadcast ministry of the LCMS. Your support is vital for this program to continue. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. You can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting The Student Union.